What's up, party people, and welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast, episode 17. We live in the dream dream, episode 17. What it do? What it do, baby boo? Who, who? How you do? Uh, frick y'all. What a, what a, what a beautiful life. I cried this morning, doggy. I cried this morning, doggy. Grateful tears, doggy. What you know about gratitude tears, my doggy? Hopefully you know a little bit or a lot. Because if you don't have any, then that's a summer bummer, dude. Nah, don't feel bad. If you got nothing to be so grateful, you cried for it. Um, but I did and it was sick. It was, it was nice. Cause ginger daddy been numb for a long time. Numb the pain, numb all feelings, good and bad. Just constant state of comfortably numb. Hello, hello. Is there anybody in there? It's not if you can hear me. Is there anyone at all? Um, there is no pain you are. Alright, I'll stop singing. Uh, yeah, it's my dad's birthday today. He turns 67 in French. Well, in Quebecois, 67. And French numbering's funny. Because up until six, up until 70, it's nor it's somewhat normal. Come 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and then it gets fucked. 60, meaning 60, 10. It makes sense. It's just weird. And then 80 is 80, which makes sense. 40, 20s. And then 90, it gets even deeper into the matrix. 80, 480s and a 20. It's quite literal. I guess it kind of makes more sense. Instead of making new words, they just combine seven of them. And then a hundred, the biggest one. Cent. Cent. <laughs> How weird is that? French numbering. Working title for this episode. You see, we have a silly goose time. We freestyle it. Oh, yeah. So my dad turned soixante douze. Did I say set? I did, didn't I? No, it's soixante douze. I forget what I said. You see, it's we freestyle kick it. I'm in the booth. I'm in the booth in the basement. You know what I mean? Figuratively, not literally. Literally, I'm in the ba- in my bedroom on the second floor window, looking out the window at Atwater Market. Doggy, where are you at listening to this? Drop a like in the comment. And let me know. Um, Soixante douze, my dad turned 72 today, and I called him this morning because dad boy be up early, and I know he'd be up early. So it was like 9 o'clock my time, Calgary was about 6, and I was like, yeah, I'll probably catch him in between his walk and his at-home workout, which is exactly what I did. And we had a little chat, and I told him what what I do, because my parents don't 
like they know what marketing is, but they don't really know how, like, it's not like, and like, I don't mean, I'm not being condescending. Like to them, advertise, like marketing is advertising and advertising is what you see on TV or like a banner image online and that's it. But um, it's cool because like, you know, if you if you go the brands that I I marketing direct Montreal Weights and Maddle and just the fact that I said that out loud on your device you're fucked you're fucked now because our retargeting ads we go hard in the digital paint boy we go so hard you're you there's no escape he texted me last week or the week before he was like. All I can see when I turn on my phone or my iPad is Montreal Weights. Anywhere I go, anything I do. I'm like, uh-huh. And that's how we roll, baby. Heavy on the digi ads. Um, but anyway, we had a little chat. And then my Aunt Valerie. 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 Who is the wife to my dad's bro, Jack? And funny how things work. My dad's the eldest of nine, and Jack's the youngest, and they're the tightest of the siblings. My dad and Jack, Uncle Jack, are the closest of all the siblings. So last week ish, Aunt Val sent me some print photos and I was so great dude who doesn't love print photos because it's it's gone that era is gone bro one sec this little coffee here before I go play tennis it's actually 40 degrees in Montreal right now and I'm going to play tennis bust a sweat but I like triz ash this weekend and we'll get into that a little bit but Anvel sent me some family photos that she had actual original copies, which I find incredible, like hugely endearing. And so I had just talked to my dad. It was his birthday. And I thought, oh, I'm going to do a, an appreciation post on the gram. And so I started going through these photos and I just cracked and I was just overcome with gratitude for my father because my dad is my hero and always has been. Because he did not come from much. Like I said, uh, eldest of nine, son of a barber, mom was a homekeeper. And they did not have much uh, at all. And my dad made, an, like his, you know, start from the bottom, now we're here. And I won't uh, tell his story, but he's just, an incredible man. Um, there's a couple of things about my father that motivate me, inspire me, and that I aspire to, um, and that I just, you know, really respect and look up to. And one is integrity, which I define as doing the right thing when no one's looking. And my father is the best example of that that I know. He's the most self-sacrificing and compassionate person I know where like 
he bleeds for other people. Like he hurts for other people. He hates to see people struggle and he will put others in front of himself wherever he'll go out of his way to do it even, you know? Um, and, uh, kind, just kind, just like a good heart, just a good heart in the kid. Just a good heart on him. And so, yeah, I just was looking at, I just talked to him and I was looking at photos of the family and stuff and just started fucking tears in heaven inning. Uh, and it was dope. It was really nice to feel that level of gratitude. Um, cause my father has never, it's kind of funny how he is a judge, but he's never judged. I've never felt judged. Well, I don't know. My point is dad's my hero. I love him. Happy birthday, dad. And I'm so lucky one and grateful to, to have him in my life. Um, and I'm going to be seeing them in like a week. I can't believe how time is flying. It's crazy, bro. Is this recording? Yeah, okay. It's crazy. I'm going to be home in a week. Eight days. I'm going to be home in Calgs. Um, visiting my fam. And because uh, my little sister is getting married and that's going to be sick. And I'm going to be able to hang out with my f- squaw. With my OG squaw. So in other news, lots lots popping, bro. Jeez, oh, arts and lifestyle, bro. Yesterday, well, this weekend, there was the Ariana Grande Fortnite Drift Tour event. Yes, there are concerts inside video games these days. And this one was tight. I've seen Steve Aoki, Marshmello, Travis Scott, and now Ariana Grande perform in a video game. And... Ariana Grande's was the best by, it was the best. It was just super cute. The artwork, the animation, the, you know, graphics, you know, you, you might say were outstanding and uh, it was super sick movies. I watched this week. I, there was a Christopher Nolan movie I'd never seen before called don't remember. It had Don't Remember in it. (laughs) No, it was called uh, Insomnia. Patches, Al Pacino, Al Patches. And uh, Robin Strilliam. And it was good. I don't know what it is. It's not like Chris Nolan's signature shot is a, a glacier flyover. It's not a Chris Nolan movie if there isn't a flyover or glacier shot. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Chris Nolan is all about the epic flyover shots. And there's just, yeah. And that movie started started out with one. I was like, yeah, it's Chris Nolan movie. Yeah, they're doing a glacier shot. Yeah. Um, It wasn't that hard to follow. But Al Pacino is just a great actor. Uh, and it was fun to watch. I also watched Collateral. Um, 
which I'd seen before, but just did not remember at all. Awesome movie. Jamie Foxx, Tom Cruise. Um, I also watched um, Edward Norton's film debut, or I guess a, like big screen debut, you know, major motion picture debut, um, Primal Fear. And I, and with it had Richard Gear. Seer, Richard Gear, Primal Fear, Skewer to Ear. Let me whisper in your ear. Um, don't shed a tear. So yeah, Richard Gear, Primal Fear. The title doesn't make sense at all. I think that they just like I don't know, it just doesn't match up with the with the story at, at all. Uh, but it incredibly well acted. You'll be like, oh, this is why Edward Norton became a thing. Because he's phenom, young phenom. Captain Hoyt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, a young Captain Hoyt is in it, which will be like, Captain Hoyt, go away. Uh, and then Richard Gere is like the main detective. Uh, and he's just good looking, eh? Um, and, but yeah, the title doesn't have anything to do. There's nothing. It just doesn't like primal fear. You think it would be a suspenseful movie. It's not a suspense. It's not a suspenseful movie at all. It's a drama and it's a like they, I guess the category like on Netflix, I remember it. It said courtroom drama. It's not really courtroom, but it's a drama. But uh, yeah, primal fear, I think like high suspense or like, yeah, high suspense and like, or creatures or big monster. Either way, scary shit. Scared, fear, primal fear. The number one fear, primal. And it didn't really have anything to do with fear. Watch it and you'll agree. We wrapped up our Olympic coverage. Um, I commentated on like, I don't think I did all 10 days, but for real, like eight of them. Uh, and knowers know. If you were there, you saw it. Sawed it. And uh, that was a great time. I loved it. It was kind of funny because I, like, I just free, you, you guys know the deal, bro. We freestyle kick it, bro. And I luckily, um, during the games at work, we just, like, would put the game, we would put the CBC on the teams and let her run. And so I would get up at various points of the day and, like, just voice over these different events and, uh, at one point, one of the girls was like, so how did, like, how do you plan, like, what you're going to say? Like, do you, like, look up the night before what's going to be on and, like, make notes? And then you, like, set a timer and then and then you come over to the TV and, like, do your commentary? And I was like, what? <laughs> no. that that's This is off top. And she was like, whoa. And I was like, gee, dude. Oh, gee. And that's that's what is my favorite form of comedy and entertainment is spontaneity. Um, like people say, you should do stand up because it's just kind of like 
I don't know. I feel like that's the default of what people, not necessarily, but people, I've, I've heard it many times. Oh, you should do stand. Oh, you should do stand. You're funny. You should do stand up. It's like, that's the one fucking path. You're funny. You should do stand up. You can make money doing stand up. I have no interest in doing stand up. I don't, I don't like scripted shit. I don't like scripts. And that's what stand up comedy is. You write a show and you perform it however many times. There's nothing wrong with it. There's some Canadian Canadians, some Canadian Canadians that I really like. Um, but that's why, honestly, there's a few comedians I like. But what I like best about them is their podcasts because it's off top. And you see how funny they actually are, how clever they actually are in real kind of life, somewhat live, you know? Because um, a comedy special, yeah, but it's so rehearsed and they do, they film it three times and take the best of each one and like, blah, blah, blah. Again, nothing wrong with it. And I will do stand up at some point. I don't, but I am not sweating that. And I'm not, I'm not interested in being a successful stand up comedian. Uh, I think like I will, I know I'll do it at some point. And if that is like a facet of how I entertain, cool. But yeah, I like, I like freestyle type stuff or minimal planning, like a general skeleton of what you're going to do. And um, which leads us into this weekend, the great fried chicken sandwich tour of 2021. And there's probably going to be a part B and likely a part C because it popped off on TikTok, fam, <laughs> compared to what, right? But I had just been using TikTok as a dumping site also because I work in marketing. Like you kind of have to have, like when someone's like works in marketing or sales or entertainment, they're like, yeah, I don't have Instagram or the, yeah, I don't have something. You're like, what? Like, okay, you have to. And also, I think there is a legitimate argument of like, if you, I know that social means can be really hard for people. Like it, it fucks people up. I know that. Or just the internet in general. But do you really exist? Well, you do. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little extreme. Yes, you still exist if you don't have an online presence. But a huge part of you doesn't exist. Because part of who we are is online, in my opinion. And you, yes, you can be off the grid and yes, you still technically exist, but in a lot of ways you don't. Um, Cause we all know, this is a straight facts. When you even look for a job, first thing HR does, looks to see if you're even remotely qualified with like a 10, 15, maybe 30 second peruse. And then it is straight to social media to just see what you look like to begin with. And like, don't tell me that ain't true. Um, but anyway, so we went to three different chicken spots here in Montreal. Uh, Ruby's, Bucky Roosters, and Le Petit Vibe. And tried their fried chicken sandwiches. And I'm not spoiling it because you should go run up the numbers on that. Beep. Uh, it's recap is on, no, there's no recap on Insta. If you actually want to watch the video, I think it's, yeah, it's on the Ryan Sullivan show on Facebook. 
and it's on my TikTok. Um, but it's popping on TikTok like heavy views, like we're over 15k. And the comments are hilarious on TikTok. Like it it is, and we know this. Like I'm ar- I'm already late. Like because it's TikTok's been it's been it's a couple years old now. But it's still pretty new. And it's where the you know the kids are at, and therefore where the trends are really made or braid made maiden or broken. I don't know what the fuck how you say that, but uh so yeah um the comments are hilarious people throwing shade like the amount of shit that people just like negative shit it's like you have a big nose is on there best comment i've ever had on any content that i've ever published in my entire history of being online dude goes I just donated to the Down Syndrome Society. You should thank me for supporting you. What? <laughs> like, left field. Amazing. Um, yeah. And there, of course, because we did it in English. Um, yeah, we caught, we caught shade for all being guys and all and speaking English during the video because French, of course, Quebecois are hella uptight and sort of rightfully so, sort of fucking babies about it. But les gars, trois gars, trois gars, parlent même pas français. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And so, like, I don't engage. I, I just like, unless it's like really shitty, like problematic. Um, I like every comment, even if they're shitting on me. Because kill them with kindness, best way to go. And yeah, the language debate, of course, uh, hilarious. But yeah, so we're going to do a part two because people have been like hollering hella recommend. You have to, how can you possibly, yeah, people are so funny. How can you, you only went to three places. How can you possibly say that, that, that this is accurate? Whoa, whoa. Paid for by us, by the way, done in like, max three hours so full like full after the first one you know you didn't even get out of west you didn't even get out of west montreal what the fuck like whoa whoa. yeah you try three sandwiches and and crown a champion (laughs) you're a joke whoa Holy fuck. Have a job though, dude. Oh, and then, and then, yeah. But other than that, um, we're flying through summer, bro. Going home next week. Softball season is, uh, just, we're having a blast. We're just having such a good time and I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not like a, hung over piece of shit all the time uh which is just amazing and so uh yeah of course as always i feel like there's something i forgot i wanted to say but we're just gonna we're just gonna cap it there all cap baby we're just gonna cap it right here um yeah 
what's up and coming yet going home work is insane but good problems to have you know what i mean and uh, if you listen to the last episode uh that girl i fell for still doesn't uh isn't it's not it's just not right and again i'm totally fine and it's incredible that quickly to reiterate because i'm taking care of myself i'm actually okay with rejection for the first time i think ever because my things are in order because i'm taking care of me i can legitimately handle rejection whereas in the past like especially when it came to a romantic relationship being denied or rejected or pushed away would fuck me up hard the most the most send me sideways so yeah i'm uh still just grateful i met this that you know this person and that i got to learn that and see that and feel that for myself for the first time so i just wish her the best you know who you is if you listen and uh yeah i wish all of you a happy um it's it's aug aug nine dude aug nine did reality and so that's a wrap keep it locked follow me on insta at sullivan ryan TikTok Solmaster seven and then as huge um sort of the greatest hits are kind of the hub for stuff at least this podcast anyway is uh just search the ryan sullivan show on facebook all right joe stay blessed one